0: Welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business owners who are getting the move on and our guest this week. Well, he's going to help you grow your business to keep it from disappearing. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome where we chat with real business owners who have real success and learn from them about what works, what doesn't, and who want you to know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and it's not a train. Join us where you can learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Welcome to Small Business Celebration, and our guest this week is Ron Saylor, the owner of Sailor Magic. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Good to be back. Thank you so much. And for visionaries who don't remember you from the last time you were on back in, what, season one? It's been a few days. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who who are you, and what is it that you do?
1: Well, uh, Ron Saylor, uh, I'm a magician, 20-year magician. Uh, I perform an average of 200 shows a year all over the country and up and again it. That um, makes you international. It does. I, I am an international, <laughs> international performer. And I have two umbrellas because I not only perform a couple hundred shows a year, uh, everything from you know private events to corporate parties to uh, television and radio and so on. Uh, but I also produce the Celebrities of Magic series uh, uh. on the side on my day off. I produce 12 shows a year, uh, one show a month and we just did our 130th shows.
0: So well, congratulations! And you. and how many of these shows have you sold out?
1: Most. <laughs> yeah. They <laughs> okay. All, they all. Yeah. It's it's a great problem. So the shows uh, very frequently sell out, and uh, so um, yeah, people. I, I hate turning people away, but it happens. Right. And so people sure. show up uh, right at the door, and you know, so it's always you know get your tickets even a day in advance. Right. Get, get you in, but yeah, it's hard to get walk up.
0: And you, you know. get magicians from all over the world.
1: I do. I've had magicians from Australia, frequently from Vegas, uh, New York, Chicago, all over right. the West Coast. Yeah, You've always wanted to be a magician. I started doing magic when I was 10. So I okay. I, I saw my first live show when I was 9. Right. I saw Chuck Jones perform in a mall, Okay. long before the Tiffany Mall tours. <laughs>
0: Uh, and he was a staple, he was, he was the who's who of the magic world.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm um, uh, giving away my age here very quickly, but, <laughs> but um, uh, Blackstone Jr. was the touring Copperfield at the time. Right. Uh, Doug Henning was still doing his New York, he was on Broadway, Right. Uh, and, and Blackstone Jr. was doing this big touring show, and I was a big Blackstone fan. And um, Chuck Jones came to West Covina, where I grew up, and so my mom took me to Chuck Jones instead of Blackstone. That was a good, fair trade. Sure, right, right. So anyway, I saw Chuck perform, and I was hooked. I knew that magic would be a part of my life for the rest of my life. I just had no idea to what extent. Sure. Here I am doing what I love. Chuck Jones, I've told him now, post, because we're friends now, uh, I've you know,
0: you ruined my life. No, 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 no,
1: no. But I, t- I did tell him it's because of him that I do illusions. That's you know uh, one of the umbrellas of magic that I perform. Right, and to which he apologized. <laughs> so that was what he says. He's like I'm very sorry. You know, no, it's no sorry, but, but yeah. So I have I've several mentors and several, you know. Amazing, you you know all the names, uh, you know Copperfield and so on uh, that that have. Well, David has been in my audience, right? Which is fascinating to say out loud. Um, you know, I know it's true because I was the performer. But uh, even saying that, it's it's kind of you know hard to believe so
0: and then you grew up and you got it, and i'm using air quotes Sure, a real job
1: well first you have to put air grow, air, air quotes in i grew up
0: <laughs> <laughs> well that's debatable you know cuz yeah, you know yeah. i've known you long enough to know that's you know growing up yeah yeah you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're sitting around
1: my home. This is what I look like on my day off. Sure, I, this sure. Is, this right, is how I live. Right. right. Uh, so,
0: <laughs> you don't walk around in and, and sparkles you know, all the time in a, in a low flying fog on the floor wherever you.
1: My ten thousand crystal jacket uh, is on a hanger. So. Uh,
0: well, you amazing. know, and visionaries. If you want to see this jacket, you've got to see. It. He wears it to celebrities of magic, and I you've did. got to see it. It's great stuff. Oh, but you, you, you got hooked. Yes. No, I'm doing this. And, and then you, quote, unquote, air
1: quotes again, grew up. Well, I was, uh, you know, I was a general manager, regional director, human resources manager. You know. <laughs>
0: I can imagine you as an HR manager. Yeah, it was not, it was not
1: pretty. <laughs> I was the evil guy. I hated it. Right. I have the heart of performer and not the heart of uh, an HR guy. So I absolutely hated my career choice. Uh, did magic you know, just for fun. Uh, People called me the magician and, you know, it was all good. Uh, Coped with my career choice by doing magic. Put myself through the Academy of Magical Arts. One November, one fateful November after I decided I I ruined the last family's life, I was going to ruin uh,
0: right before Christmas, in fact. You were the one that said congratulations, you've been laid off, Merry Christmas.
1: I worked for a vice president that would hand me a list say, fly to Nevada, fire these 12 people, and let me know how it went. Yeah, I was, I was that guy, and it was just awful. And, uh, I mean, there's, you know, uh, uh, George Clooney played me in the movie. Uh, wow. not, not really. Not really. But it's the same It's, <laughs> it's the, the same, same story. idea, sure, right, yeah, you yeah. Know? Anyway, so I came home and got off the plane and said, Honey, I'm going to be a magician. And she said... Would you like a Corvette with your midlife crisis? So, <laughs> so, yeah, true story. Uh, she's I Valerie is the most supportive, wonderful woman on the planet. There's there's no question about this. She, we've been happily married for 28 years. I'm just so happy. to Eight say. years
0: longer than your your ma- magician career. Yes, yes, <laughs> I can so, do
1: math. So <laughs> you know, th- which is fascinating because so so she you know we joined forces, became husband and wife, and. And then eight years later, I'm telling her I'm going to quit my high-paying career and become a magician. Ugh, you know. So her, some of her friends told her to, to divorce me immediately. Right. Uh, and uh, yes, your husband is awful, and I can't believe he put you into this place. And, you know. and uh, uh, so I, I've written all those friends down by name.
0: <laughs> you have this black book? <laughs> yeah. I <know.
1: laughs> Fortunately, I don't know which friends those are. <laughs> never asked, and I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) And obviously, you know, so it's a huge risk. I I know I put everything at risk. But my deal was, uh, give me 12 months. I won't quit my day job. I'll put, you know, X dollars into my magic. If it doesn't pan out in a year, I'll never bring it up again. And 12 12 months later, I retired everything but magic. And that's the way it should be. So I I did put everything at risk, but I, I had a plan. I have the business background to make us to, to make it succeed, and uh, I know I'm good. And so, you know, there's once you have all those things, you have the confidence, the background, the training. Uh, now you just have to let the rest of the world know who you are. Right. That's the next game. <laughs> and and once you're able to do that, you know, you get you go from, you know, one. Kids show as a magician a month to 200 shows a year in the corporate world
0: and beyond so One of the things we'll talk about in the next segment is something that's very popular with a lot of businesses right now Which is the subscription model and if you think that doesn't apply to magic well You're wrong, but before we get into that wrong if visioneers want to get in touch with you How do they do that
1: several ways? Uh, Every social media site, uh, Instagram, Facebook, etc. Uh, Instagram at Ron Saylor, uh, Facebook Sailor Magic. Um, phone number 661 809 4826. I'm happy to give that out. My phone number is everywhere on the internet, and so uh, you can call me for tickets, information, and so on. Uh, two websites ronsaylor.com, Sailor with a Y, and we'll talk about soon uh, celebritiesofmagic.com.
0: Uh, for tickets to the show I produce on the side. And if you enjoy a small business celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify. And when we come back, subscription models for all businesses, including magic, when we come right back.
2: Hi, I'm Dr. Hugh Beatty, the wellness Dot, also known as TWD. If you find that you have aging skin, suffer with facial acne, as well as wrinkles, the different things that I can do for you is Botox, chemical peels, facial fillers, as well as PRP. This can bring back that youthfulness so you can perform better at your business. Please come see me, Dr. Hugh Beatty, The Wellness Doc. Reach
0: out to Hugh Beatty, MD, The Wellness Doc at 661-395-0315. That's 661-395-0315. Or visit him online at HughBeattyMD.com. That's H-U-G-H-B-E-A-T-T-Y-M-D.com. I'm here with Ron Saylor, the owner of Sailor Magic, and our visionary question comes from Chris who asks, every business podcast talks about the virtues of a subscription model, but they seldom talk about the work involved to make it a success. What did you do to make your subscription model work? Yeah,
1: so with the <laughs> Celebrities of Magic series, um, um, it, I do have subscribers for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, I rent the Gaslight Melodrama once a month. Okay. So, so I don't have my own theater. So in town, since I live here in Bakersfield, I rent that theater to produce this ongoing series of magic shows. Uh, different magician every month. So it's, you know, you can you can come. There's people that have been to my show more than I have. I miss my own show. <laughs> yes, there are people. Yeah, so they come to everyone. Anyway, so of the 130 seats in the melodrama, Right. Uh, I currently have ninety-four season ticket holders. Wow! Yes, it's a huge number. Uh, you know, percentage-wise, anyway.
0: Well, and that guarantees the coverage of your costs.
1: Yeah, it does. It absolutely <laughs> does. All, all my printing is paid for in advance, and everything. It, it, there's not a lot of advertising in this because with only one hundred and thirty seats, uh, there's little or no advertising budget right so right. i think my celebrity show is literally bakersfield's best kept secret because i have shows that you'd see in vegas for hundred dollars a ticket in bakersfield for 27. right so uh and you're they're here and you're supporting a local theater and all those fun things but um yes so ideally i only have to sell 33 more seats and we're sold out right uh so it's it's a great again i you know i said this before already that if you're waiting to just walk up 15 minutes before showtime and buy a ticket, it's with only 30 seats available. That's that's tough. So the season tickets to to do this, um, all my season ticket holders get the best seats. Number one because they're long term. Right. So there's a huge benefit for that. Uh, they get a better price. Mm. Ah, yeah, you know, you, everybody wins. Sure, that's sure, the sure, that's the way sure. to succeed with this. So my season ticket holders, they get, they buy five shows, get one free. Each season is six shows. Right. I never take a break, so I do, <laughs> I, I do two seasons a year. Right, right. Me and Survivor, two seasons a year. <laughs> sure, yeah. right, right. Uh, so I'm no dummy.
0: But the important part of that is though, is that when you have two seasons a year and you've got it six six shows a year suddenly that subscription budget doesn't look so big
1: yeah you know, when well, you it's 12 shows a year right six shows yeah yeah right so celebrities of magic all besides magicians i also have jugglers and ventriloquists and comedians and i mean there's you know it's a whole variety show of right. the arts and i pay these performers better than any other show in my comparison in the industry.
0: So it makes you an automatic draw.
1: It does. Well, the name does too.
0: Sure, right, right. And
1: I knew if I was going to name my series Celebrities of Magic, I was going to have to set the bar really high. Right. Yeah, so there was you know, a goal set. Uh, by the way, that's a story in itself. <laughs> but my Celebrities of Magic series, I originally called it Second Monday Magic. Because I was having it on the second Monday of the month. Right. Every show is the second Monday of the month. Once a month. Right. Put a red circle on the second Monday. You never forget the date. Right. And I'm trying to brand it without <laughs> even branding it. You know, I, I, I have motives behind everything I sure. do. Sure.
0: Well, well, you've thought about it.
1: Yes. Right? But uh, there's a show in New York called Monday Night Magic. Oh. Uh, and I did, uh, I did one show. I was... Setting up for the second show. I'm one month into my series. Show number one and a half, you know. And I, I got a Sue threat from Monday Night a cease Magic.
0: and desist order. Yes. yes they yes. didn't
1: like it. And I, I said to the owner, I actually,
0: I've been to his stage. I
1: know the guy. I said to him, you know me. Right. I'm not stepping on your toes. You think my little tiny show in Bakersfield is going to hurt your off-Broadway production? Right, right. Not yeah. a chance. Right. Uh, but he anyway, you need to get rid of it. Fine. I. Uh, I'll I'll change the name. And so, right. you know, I did some brainstorming. We had a little room of people shooting off names and everybody's saying no, 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 no. And then I said, what about Celebrities of Magic? And the room just went I got on the computer, trademarked it immediately. <laughs> <not> no dummy. <laughs> trademarked it immediately and it's the name is, you know, definitely raised the bar in many ways. Sure. So I have great performers coming uh, at a great price for the, the local people. Uh, and, and, and those season ticket holders, they, they love it. Like it's, I said, some of the season ticket holders have seen more of the shows than I have.
0: Right, right. And that is the secret to a subscription model. <laughs> <laughs> was, I hope so. <laughs> One of the most closely guarded secrets in all of magic Especially when it comes to illusions, are the tools involved? Sure. There, so, yeah. So
1: um, the tools for a magician would be the props. Right. Uh, the real tools uh, that you may or may not be alluding to are the secrets. Right. Uh, the the closely guarded secrets that we pass down for a thousand years. Yes, they exist, and yes, we do pass them down, and we we we. Uh, we don't share those for, for obvious reasons. We want uh, magicians. To, and, and I teach magic, which is kind of, it's the craziest thing because you say you don't
0: share a secret, but then you teach magic and then <laughs> you're revealing the secret. But there are some f- forms of magic that are more, much more commonplace than others. Sure, well,
1: sleight of hand, I guess. It, right. Unfortunately, um, sleight of hand is probably the most common because it's the least expensive. Uh-huh. But then you have a whole lot of young apprentices that may be performing it before they should be and so it reveals everything so that's a shame. Uh, but uh, but uh, little kids learning magic, there's nothing wrong with a little kid learning magic and, and giving away every secret they've done under the sun because they're trying to, you know, get, they, they, you know, they need to be... Uh, look mommy, look there. what I did! I did my first show when I was ten. Right. It was terrible. <laughs> I, got, I got better. Right. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> um, but for the prop end of the tools, um, there are the the when you get into illusions, mm-hmm. uh, you rely heavily on actual props. Right. Uh, and and assistants, and the assistants are now doing part of the magic. And there's you know all these. Uh, things that you don't have to do when you're doing things by yourself. And so to, uh, the, the props go bad, or, or the props themselves can make mistakes. And, you know, so uh, you, know, you have to, you're relying, again, you're not relying on yourself as much as uh, in, in mentalism and sleight of hand and parlor magic, everything is me. And so if, if anything goes wrong, I'm completely to blame, Right, which is a nice place to be, uh, you know. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Yeah, a certain control over what you can control. There is a control freak story in there somewhere. (laughs) I admit it. But but, yeah, in illusions, you're also relying on, you know, uh, the maintenance of the prop is important. So now, yeah, maintenance, that's, of course, you have to take care of everything to make sure it opens and closes properly and so on. And training and rehearsals with the assistants. Right. All those fun things.
0: I have to ask. Yes. Have you ever been injured? Oh sure, Caring a trick or <laughs> an illusion. Yes, a couple of times. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> magic is a dangerous field. It can be. It is. for sure. Uh, but uh, most famously, my most famous injury, uh, the, the shot heard around the world, is uh, when I nailed my hands together. So that was. What? Wait. What? <laughs> you did what? Yes. So there's a there's an effect. Okay. It's called. Um, uh, smash and Stab, and it is titled says it all. You smash and Stab. Uh, and uh, it involves a stainless steel spike, six and a half inch stainless steel spike. Picture a railroad spike. Okay. And it, that's what it is. Except this is for Hollywood, so it's stainless steel.
0: Shiny and pretty. Exactly.
1: <laughs> it is nailed to a wood block. Okay. And there are three other wood blocks identical. Four styrofoam cups placed over these blocks, and then you mix them up. When I would perform this, uh, and I did this, this was my opener for 10 years, so I performed this effect 2,000 times. Right. So it wasn't out of lack of practice. I I had my fatal day because of exhaustion, frankly. (laughs) To prove, because there's so many theories under the sun on how this works. Right. So to prove or or disprove every theory, I would first turn my back and let the volunteer move all the cups around. Right. So they, they know. I don't know which one has the spike. Then I would allow them to switch the cups so they know the cups are not marked. So they can rotate the, the, the blocks so they know there's no markings on the blocks anywhere. I mean, everything they wanna do to make sure I do not know where the spike is done. Okay, if you watched me perform this, I'll tip this much of the effect. If you watched me perform this, you would notice I move the spike off to the right 100% of the time. If you saw me do it 100 times in a row, you'd be like, wait a minute, I'm getting a feeling that that spike is over there. Because I don't want to think about it. If you're doing something that dangerous, the last thing you want to do is second guess. You want to know four steps in advance exactly where the danger is, and then you're free to do whatever. A lot of performers, so many performers have been injured on this prop. I think the prop is all but gone at this point. I don't think nobody performs this anymore. Um, It was banned at the Magic Castle before I ever performed it at the castle. Oh, wow. Um, And then I actually, through my technique and my reasoning of the effect, got the Magic Castle to allow it to be performed there... Uh, because I could prove to them how safe it was under the, my method. And again, every magician has their own method. Right. So you, you have to understand that with magic secrets. There's technique, there's secret, and then there's method. And so you, you put all those pieces together, and now you have the routine and how it's going. So uh, so now that we, my method is this and this and other things I'm not telling you. and but to also bring dramatics to it, instead of putting someone else in danger, I would do a full baseball swing. I'd have my hands way above my head and I would bam, slap them down and with both hands together. Oh no. And so on this fateful day, uh, so at this time, uh, I was working way too hard. Um, I have since learned this lesson. <laughs> Work less, get paid more. That's a better mentality. Formula. Yeah, better formula, it is. <laughs> So on that particular December, which is when this was, um, I was uh, I had twenty one shows booked at the Magic Castle. I had all my Christmas shows, and I had I was the um, ringmaster for the Global Winter Wonderland. Altogether, I did ninety six shows that December, Oh, and ouch. It, was, it was the most I'd ever done in a month, uh, never never was again. again, never again. And it was right at the end. This was right before Christmas, <laughs> and uh, so uh, yes. And I came down, and I skipped a step. Uh, oh, so wow. instead, I was, it was pure exhaustion. Uh, so I didn't move the spike all the way over to the side. So I knew in my mind it was over here, uh, but it wasn't. It was here. And I went, Whoo, and the spike went clear through my right hand and into my left. <laughs> and then I I, popped the spike off my hand out of just shock. Right. I went into shock immediately. I actually never felt any pain, wow. which is amazing. And now I, I am a walking miracle because I missed every bone, ligament, and tendon in both hands. Wow. Yeah. So I am absolutely a walking miracle. Um, I still have my railroad tracks from the spike, I mean from the stitches, and I have a bullet wound in the back and a bullet wound in the front. And, but yes, I have no loss of anything because I missed everything in both hands.
0: And we'll be right back we're here talking with Ron Sailor, the owner of Sailor Magic, is because of a visioneer question that came from a visioneer just like you. We had a visioner that wanted to find out How do I make my business a gateway business for bigger businesses? So if you've got a question, you've got a thought, something you'd like to learn about here on Small Business Celebration, reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, and let us know. And who knows, maybe your question can appear here on Small Business Celebration. So reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. I'm here with Ron Sailor, the owner of Sailor Magic, and our visionary question comes from Sabrina who asks, My coach and I have taken a look at my business and there seems to be an opportunity for our business to be a gateway business to lead to other bigger businesses. How did you put something like this together for your business? That is the business model
1: of Celebrities of Magic. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, obviously, I'm already performing by the time uh, Celebrities of Magic is 11 years old. I've been doing um, my own magic career for 20. Uh, and I've been uh, performing and agenting other acts. Right. So, I'm, I'm, I can't clone myself. Uh, still haven't learned how to do that, and and frequently, uh, you know, seasonally, uh, Christmas season, Halloween season, all the peaks. Uh, May is always a big month for magic, right. believe it or not. Um, I would get double and triple the calls, and I would say, okay, no problem. I have. Friends in magic right. imagine
0: all, that imagine. A, ma- a magician who knows another magician yes. no
1: no that's absurd I, I refuse I okay. always say if I was an actor you, you my my celebrity friends would be amazing you know <laughs> so uh, you know I am an actor but I, you know you, you know only what I mean. play
0: one on TV right uh, right
1: exactly but uh, yes yeah, so so I have great magic counterparts and right. so on and so I would call them up and say are you available and you know and pretty soon I was Booking other magicians, and I didn't ever try to become an agent myself. Right, uh, I'm just the performer guy. But anyway, you know, one door opens another; it always does. And so, the more that I started keeping a black book of names and phone numbers, I was like, you know, I should put together a show. <laughs> Eureka! Eureka! <laughs> and and that's it. That was the birth. Uh, and so um, then then I had a. Uh, it was kind of funny because we had the dream already and almost simultaneously i have a um, a theater producer contacting me asking me if i could do multiple shows and, and i said well i wouldn't even want to see me multiple times in a row what if i brought other acts you know and 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 they
0: just that's a not, good idea what how did that work out so sure. well but one of the things that really works for celebrities of magic is Bakersfield on the way to L.A.?
1: Right. Okay. So, yeah, I have I have a lot of magician friends that I work with at the Magic Castle in Hollywood. Right. So.
0: And just, to, okay, and I hate to interrupt, but how many times have you performed at the Magic Castle? Yeah. Um... I'm going to have some haters now.
2: <laughs>
0: thanks for asking that. Once. Um, He's yes. only been there only once. once. There's,
1: there's like a three-year waiting list to perform there, and so I'm never there. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I perform there three times a year easily. Wow. Maybe more. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. And every time I perform there, I'm booked for 21 shows or more, so it's just kind of crazy. Congratulations! Yeah, it's a wonderful
0: thing, yeah. yeah. But you've I, got... I, I'm back there again at the end of September. Oh, there
1: you I, go! Yeah, I've been booked for uh, 20, 29 shows I'm booked for in
0: September. Wow! Goodness gracious. Yeah. But you've developed a reputation with celebrities of magic that, that the Magic Castle has noticed. They have. Uh,
1: yeah, it's, it's. oh well, my goodness, thank you. Uh, so now, because I book so far in advance because there's now a waiting list to be in Celebrities of Magic, Right. Uh, that performers will, I, I only produce 12 shows a year. Right. I can't produce more than 12 shows a year. I still perform, you know, if I ever stop performing, now we can talk about me expanding the other realm. But uh, anyway, so I'll book you know, a, a year in advance or a year and a half in advance. The castle frequently books six or seven months in advance. So these performers will get booked with me, call the Magic Castle and say, Ron Saylor booked me for September. Uh, do you have any openings? And, and the Magic Castle has uh, complied a couple of times. It's been very nice that they've set up like a little tour between the two shows. And, yeah.
0: So that is how Celebrities of Magic is the gateway to the Magic Castle, the bigger show.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, okay. Yes, I suppose. I, right. I know there have been a couple of acts that have actually got their foot in the door to the Magic Castle because they've name dropped my show. Right. Uh, that's not typically the place. It, it, it's it's typically the other way around. People okay. Call me and say, hey, I'm a regular at the castle. No. <laughs> I'm going to be at the castle anyway. Can yeah. I come by and do your show? Sure. Sure. And and you know and and so there's there is a, a whole bunch of magic theaters you don't think about this right most people don't go where's the nearest magic theater uh, unless you're a magic geek <laughs> like me right okay then that's fine but uh so i myself perform at cal california magic theater uh, the prestige uh uh mystique dining theater house of cards uh you know that's that's all on the west coast and then further east coast it, it expands you now i won't bore you but um so there's all these little theaters and then now Celebrities of Magic is is definitely listed in that group of theaters too. If you're going to tour, you you got to
0: stop there. So when the magician is driving through Kern County, uh huh, they know they're in Ron Saylor's territory. That is true. They,
1: uh, <laughs> they uh, you know, I I got to give a shout out. I don't know if you know Frank Thurston. Uh, he's really? an he's yeah, another magician yeah, 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 in yeah. Bakersfield. He does wonderful kids magic. He does a fair circuit and, right. and so on, and has turned me down for my celebrities of magic show. I've offered it to him, but <laughs> he not not the theater for him because he likes to do just the kids shows. Okay, I would say uh, Bakersfield is is the two of our you know right if if you want to say you know. You own the city. I'm going to say I have to share it with Frank. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, but it's really, it's just the two of us now. There, there's been a bunch of magicians that have come and gone through the area. But yeah, this is, this is uh, you know.
0: One of the things, if you get an opportunity to listen or watch, is Ron is a percussionist. Yeah, sure. not a concussionist that's different oh yeah <laughs> but for fun y- you like to play drums in fact you got quite the kit
1: i do i uh so yes people in the music uh my music circle sometimes go you're a magician and people in my magic circle always say you're a musician you know they, <laughs> the,
0: the, the two worlds do not collide it's, it's yeah.
1: crazy they should right? they're both in the arts right they, you know but they sometimes they don't collide uh, yes, it's true. I've been playing drums since I was five, mm. and so uh, I am. I am a good drummer. Uh, I just. I, I almost had a professional music career. Really, I had a very brief professional music career. When I was eighteen, I got to be part of a touring show that played in Europe. I I, I played in nine countries in Europe, uh, uh, it like in an orchestra pit, while the really? the song and dance whatever you know, Broadway type touring show was. I was. I was the drummer in the show, right? Uh, but that was the extent of my music career. Uh, I've been in a number of church bands since, and a garage band, and you know all those fun things that you do as a musician. But uh, really, oh, and I was actually in my younger days. I was a, 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 a <laughs> what was that? Uh, a, Anyway, in the Disney All-Star Marching Band or something like that. Oh
0: yeah, I did that when I was in high school as well. There yes, you go. Yes, yes, it's it it great, great fun. It's great fun. You go fun. you go to Disneyland, you do the parade, you've got the rest of the day off in yeah. the park. We had a great time. It's not, not exactly a professional
1: career, but it's it's wonderful to do. It, it was fun. It was fun to do. Yes, there you go. But yes, so I do I have a you know, um, a humble 25-piece kit sitting in the other room and uh
0: Sure. <laughs> What have you learned from being a percussionist, a drummer, that you've applied to your career as a magician?
1: Okay, so uh, everyone needs an out. So uh, as much as a business owner uh, can or cannot turn it off for a day or or an hour or 15 minutes, Right. Whatever that number is, it's it's hard because we're all constantly thinking of the business. Right. When when somebody asks me, uh, you know, wow, you you know, you, or, or they'll say you you got it made. You what do you work? Two hours a day, three hours a day?
2: <laughs>
1: <Is> it... <laughs> right. <laughs> no, that's, that's, sixteen hours a day is common. Right. Uh, very common. And so you know, so so you need those times away. And for me, it's music. Uh, I I'll. My neighbors all know;
0: <laughs> they've heard you. I, yes. Ron Man. Saylor's off.
1: Yes, Ron's on his drums. Uh, yes, they, they're quite loud. And they, but my neighbor, I, I'm nice to the neighbors. They, I only perform uh, for myself during business hours. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then music. Uh, you know, I, I, I have a, a wonderful little record collection that I, I just love listening to vinyl. And so yeah, so uh, music is my out for sure.
0: How did you find the right support team? to help you.
1: Yeah. You know, there's not a a store that you can pick up magic assistance. That's kind of crazy.
0: (laughs) Right. right. Or find a lovely bride who's willing to support you. Uh, Well,
1: again, back to Valerie. Yeah, so uh, um, obviously she knew me. When when we got married, she didn't even know uh, I was a magician. Which is the craziest sentence for me to ever say, because I thought she did, right. uh, but for whatever reason I was not performing at the moment. And then uh, you know, shortly after we were married, I'm like, hey, let me show you a trick. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and she was you what? Do, you do magic? like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, of course I do magic. You didn't know I do magic? You know, so yeah, I don't know, whatever I was trying to do to impress her. Uh, in our dating uh, years, I, I didn't do magic. That's kind of crazy. But anyway, uh, maybe I was playing drums. I don't there you know. go. So, uh, follow your faith and follow your heart and, and uh, all these things combined and and uh, fingers crossed. Oh, and don't give up. Oh my gosh, I've, you know, I've said it all now. Uh, so, yeah, you're going to fail. I'm sorry. I have this list of cliches. Yeah, that sure I, know, I know. right? It, it does. It sounds very cliche. But, I mean, I don't think there's any, you know, new and exciting thing that uh, is, you know, it's all, it's all boots on the ground. It's get dirty, clean yourself off, and do it again. Learn from your mistakes. Oh my gosh, I am doing every cliche under the sun now. Uh, <laughs> tick, tick, tick. Yeah.
0: And, and but the problem is, they're cliches for a reason.
1: Yes, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a, a, a thousand-year-old plan. Right. it's not a plan that was written yesterday or invented tomorrow it's right. it's literally it's it may have been perfected a hundred times over right but it's still it's a plan that works and you just you move on and and yeah and and hopefully uh, one day you get to be a magician <laughs>
0: Ron, this has been a privilege. Thank you for joining us here on Small Business Celebration. My pleasure, indeed. And if visionaries want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Uh,
1: please call me anytime, 661-809-4826. What was that number again? 661-809-4826. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> uh, my website, uh to get tickets for the series. It's celebritiesofmagic.com, and you can always call the Gaslight Melodrama box office for tickets as well. That's 661-587-3377. Social media? Social media, Facebook, uh, you'll find, just Ron Saylor, Google me, you'll find me. Uh, So Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, (laughs) <laughs> Did I miss anything? I don't TikTok, know. TikTok, Twitter? No, no, no. A no. No, no, no. little Twitter, not really. I, I, <laughs> I like Facebook. Oh, I'm always telling where I'm going to be performing. If you want to see a, an upcoming show, that's on Facebook for sure. And I'll be right
0: back with my final thought.
2: Hi, I'm Dr. Hugh Beatty, the wellness Dot, also known as TWD. If you find that you have aging skin, suffer with facial acne, as well as wrinkles, the different things that I can do for you is Botox, chemical pills, facial fillers, as well as PRP. This can bring back that youthfulness so you can perform better at your business. Please come see me, Dr. Hugh Beatty, the wellness doc.
0: Reach out to Hugh Beatty, MD, the wellness doc at 661-395-0315. That's 661-395-0315. Or visit him online at HughBeattyMD.com. That's H U G H B E A T T Y M D. Dot .com forgetting the rest a couple weeks ago, I was talking with a friend of mine, a business coach, a visioner, a fan of Small Business Celebration, and we were talking about all the things that are coming up with Small Business Celebration on Season 5. And yes, we're already talking about Season 5 and all the things that we've got coming up and all the different activities, all the different guests, all the different kinds of things we want to talk about and learn about and grow about. And also talking about the new program that we're going to be rolling out for visioneers just. Like you to be able to participate and be more involved with small business celebration And all the things that are going on with the day-to-day business of small business celebration And I was feeling very overwhelmed especially since now on top of that. Oh, yeah Family too. Well that little thing that seems to get in the way of everything, right? And of course, I'm joking, but it was becoming overwhelming to me and I was feeling rather low. And she looked at me and she said, you know, Michael, there is an old saying. It says, do your best and forget the rest. And I got to thinking about it for a minute. And yes, thinking about everything that's going on and worrying about everything that's going on really doesn't help with the stress levels that much and knowing that if I put my best foot forward regardless of how things turn out, it'll be fine one way or the other. And that gives me a lot of confidence. It gives me a lot of comfort and knowing that if I just keep plugging along, I keep working hard, I keep doing the best I can, the rest will work out. Now also on the flip side of this, keep in mind that no, It doesn't relieve the stress. No, the work does not go away. No, nothing seems to slow down a bit, but it does help me sleep a little better at night. How about you? Where are you in your business life right now? It's brand new school year for many parents out there and things are ratcheting it up for the holiday season, getting prepared for it. And there's a lot of things going on. So keep in mind this. Just like I was told, do your best and forget the rest. I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week with Ron Saylor, the owner of Sailor Magic. And I hope you learned something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. And we'll see you here again next week.